Hello, hello, audience. I'm Peter Resnick. Welcome to the Dr. Peter Resnick's Toolbox. Just before my show started, I heard here on PRN, you never get cancelled. You always have a choice. It sounded so good. So good. I hope it stays that way. Because a couple of days ago, I went on uh, YouTube and I wanted to hear Dr. Peter Bregan, not to hear, but to see his video. It appears to me he got canceled. And more and more people get canceled. I hope we'll be able to stay and have a choice. Anyway, I have a special program for you today. But first, I want to remind you, uh, those of you who would like to send me an email. And this week I got some very interesting emails and I hope um, I will be able to share with you some of them today. Uh, if you want to send me an email, you can do so. Uh, my email address is drpeterresnik at gmail.com. G-R-P-E-T-E-R-R-E-Z-N-I-K at gmail.com. And also if you want to call this um, during this show, uh, with your questions to the wonderful guest I have today, you can do this as well. Uh, the number here is 888-874-4888. And as always, first I want to remind you uh, of what we did during the last week's show on September 7th and what I intend to do next week. Uh, last Tuesday I spoke about yet another challenge from the fifth pillar of well-being, our conscious beliefs and character traits, and that was expectations. That's what I was talking about. If you missed the show and have been following the whole program, Six Pillars of Well-Being, particularly if you've been practicing and are interested in the subject, you can find the show here on PRN Archives. Next week, well, next week I will have to pre-record uh, again this coming week's show uh, because uh, there is yet another Jewish holiday. Next Tuesday is a non-working day. It's a holiday called Sukkot that commemorates the years that the Hebrews spent in the desert uh, on their way to the promised land. Uh, but also it's a little bit kind of a Thanksgiving holiday as well. So I will record the show on Monday and we'll continue our journey through the six pillars of well-being and I will speak about arrogance and possibly uh, anger as well. Wow, now as I told you about yet another Jewish holiday, it sounds like we have a lot of holidays. You know, ancient Greeks and Romans actually called us, the Hebrews, the lazy nation. You know, each successively first Greeks, then Romans, actually conquered uh, what was then um, the land of Israel. And each observe, and, but they permitted people to govern themselves and um, have their holidays and so on and so on. And what they observed that they, these Hebrews had too many holidays. Not only they had holidays, then the, every Saturday didn't they didn't work, and they didn't let their animals work and their servants work. It was kind of weird to the ancients. Well, 
all those great empires uh, are gone, but we'll live and keep taking our holidays. But that's a whole other subject. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special, super special guest. We already had him on this show last month. We were able to talk only about only few fragments of his work. And we covered a lot. Yet, there is a reason I'm saying we were able to cover only fragments because of the vastness of work that this man is doing. As I began to prepare for this interview, just like when I was preparing for the first interview, I was overwhelmed by the sheer enormity of what he has been offering to the world of healing and wellness. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is Dr. Joel Wallach, a biomedical research pioneer. Dr. Wallach spent more than 40 years in the field of veterinary medicine, observing and researching the effects of individual nutrients on animal health. And then uh, he became a naturopathic physician in 1982. Today, Dr. Wallach is renowned for, for his groundbreaking research on health benefits of selenium and other minerals. He currently dedicates his time to lecturing throughout the world on the therapeutic benefits of vitamins and minerals and on lobbying the US Food and Drug Administration on behalf of the dietary supplement industry. Dr. Wallach authored, I believe, over 20 books and numerous articles. He is a 1991 Nobel Prize nominee in medicine for his discoveries of using trace minerals to prevent many serious illnesses in newborns. He is a health consultant to many quite known people, such as Martin Luther King III, Willie Nelson, Danny Glover, to make, um, name but a few. Dr. Wallace started a company called Longevity, which provides high quality nutrient, uh, nutrients or nutritional supplements. Uh, Dr. Wallach, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much uh, for the kind uh, <laughs> remarks, uh, Dr. Resnick. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you. <laughs> thank you. I, you I, I, just, I just listed just few things from a big list of your accomplishments and what you're doing now. And honestly, it is such an honor for me just to talk to you and to invite you to this show a second time. That's fantastic. I honestly, I have to tell you, I don't know how to keep up with you, not in doing anything, just in, in reading about you. I just learned, I'm talking about yesterday, I just learned that you are releasing a new book this month, that you are involved in the Great Reef Barrier. <laughs> when do you have time, man, when do you have time to do all this? <laughs> Well, I'm accused of working 70 hours a day. Oh, wow. Well, you know... It's only supposed uh, to be 24 hours a day, but I work 70 hours a day. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, you, I've been watching a lot of your videos, and on some of them you made quite controversial and challenging to the medical establishment statements. You introduce 
quite shocking statistics regarding the impotence and sometimes criminality of our medical system. My first question to you, how has it been for you? How has the mainstream medicine and the media been treating you these days? Okay, well, it's a very good question. Of course, you expect a lot of pushback when you bring up something that goes against the grain. You expect pushback. And I'll go back a few years. Um, this is back in 19, to make a long story short, um, back in 1977, I was working at the Yerkes Primate Center for NASA's pathologists at their primate colonies in Atlanta, Georgia. And I ran into the first uh, non-human case of cystic fibrosis, supposed to be a genetic disease of kids, uh, cystic fibrosis. And to make a long story short, I discovered that that monkey had cystic fibrosis. I just sent the slides around to medical schools. I didn't tell them it was from a monkey, but I said, I think this is cystic fibrosis. What do you think? And they sent back on their letterhead back in 1977, oh, yeah, this is a classic example of cystic fibrosis. And then I told them it was in a monkey. I said, in the very least, we have at least an animal model now. Oh, they were so excited. I was in the newspaper every day for three months answering questions of the press and medical schools and things. And then I got permission to do the biopsies in the pancreas and the livers of the other 24 baby monkeys in the colony, and they all had cystic fibrosis, and they weren't related other than they were monkeys. They didn't have the same moms and dads all the same age. And so I knew it wasn't genetic, and I wrote up the paper. I was supposed to give a presentation. And when they read my, my paper, they fired me immediately. I said, what are you doing? I said, well, you must be sick, Wallach. Everybody knows that cystic fibrosis is the classic example of a genetically transmitted disease. You can't say it's not genetic. Well, um, why don't you let me give my presentation and let the audience challenge me and so forth? No, you're fired. And so to make a long story short, that's when I went back to school and became a naturopathic physician. And I worked for about, um, oh, 10, 12 years in Idaho and Utah and Indiana and eastern uh, Canada with colonies of Amish at very high levels of mustrystrophy. And uh, I figured out the cause, prevention, and uh, cure for mustrystrophy. And we gave Jerry Lewis in the telethon about a dozen charts of kids that we had reversed muscular in, and the doctors had signed off on We don't know why, but they don't have muscular anymore. And Jerry Lewis got excited about it, and he took it uh, to the Muscular Association. They fired Jerry Lewis and shut down the telethon in 2011 because he brought them the cure for muscular And then I'm the guy who figured out what sudden death syndrome was. Sudden death syndrome is supposed to be the mothers laying on their babies, and, you know, suffocating their babies. And there were so many mothers who, when their babies were diagnosed with sentiment death syndrome, they would hang themselves, they'd take poison, they'd shoot themselves in the head. It turns out the sentiment death syndrome, 98% of the babies that are diagnosed with sentiment death syndrome are in their cribs when they die by themselves. So I made them change the name to crib death instead of sentiment death syndrome. And the mothers certainly weren't cause of their death. turns out that it was a simple nutritional deficiency disease. And in April 16, 2013, the FDA forced the baby food manufacturers, Similac, Gimfamil, those kind of things, to put these nutrients in the baby foods. And September 19, 2014, a year and a half later, big headlines in the Charlotte Observer, big newspaper from Charlotte, North Carolina, just like the New York Times in New York. We don't know why, but sentiment death syndrome has vanished in the state of North Carolina. And three months later, in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and all the newspapers in Missouri, we don't know why, but sentiment death syndrome has vanished in the state of Missouri. And three months later, every newspaper in the world came out and said, we don't know why, but the diagnosis of sentiment death syndrome has dropped dramatically by 85 to 95%. Well, that's because 
now that nutrient was in that baby formula, and they weren't dying of the nutritional deficiencies anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, Dr. Wald, I want. I have a whole list of questions, and I hope I can okay. ask ask all of them. But I want to start with with the first question that goes back to my mm-hmm. first acquaintance with your work, uh, uh, "Dead okay. Doctors Don't Lie," the book. And That's there, true. you, very you true. spoke about uh, the fact that that many degenerative disorders are linked to specific mineral deficiencies. And my question That's is. Correct. Which degenerative disorders are connected with which deficiencies? And if it is too much to talk about, at least would you tell us where people could buy what book you wrote about in, so that if somebody has yes. a, a disorder, they could go with like a recipe and say, oh, that's my story. Oh, sure. Well, thank you, Dr. Resnick. Of course, that's what we do. Um, the way to get a hold of this information is at www.drjwallet.com, www.drjwallet.com. And also, I think probably uh, Ray and Yolanda Brown, the ones who um, made this interview happen, they probably left you with a toll-free number or something that you could contact them, and yeah, they I have access. Yeah. Yeah, they have access to all of my materials and things. But have you ever heard of the science of epigenetics, Dr. Resnick? Uh, from you, and I believe from uh, Lipton, uh, Bruce Lipton. Yeah, Bruce Lipton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he and I are considered the two fathers of the science of epigenetics. I wrote a very large book on epigenetics, and I'm considered he and I are considered the two fathers of the science of epigenetics, which has taken the place of genetics. There are no genetically transmitted diseases. There are no genetically transmitted birth defects. They're all caused by nutritional deficiency, some vitamins, some minerals, and so on. And, of course, we have a, um, what should I say, uh, we have a whole new concept coming out on this. But, you know, uh, again, I would go to uh, the toll-free numbers with uh, Ray and Yolanda Brown, and I would go to mine, uh, com, And so that's where you can get all this information. But let's look at... Um, the newest thing, because it covers everything, okay? Um, the newest thing is, of course, global warming, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's talking about global warming. Well, global warming um, is a fact, and it goes back billions of years ago when they had the mass extinctions of thousands of, uh, there was, I think, about 12 mass extinctions, five of which were big ones, so they called the Big Five, and thousands of species would disappear over these, mass extinctions. Well, mass extinctions didn't occur in two weeks. It would occur over 60,000 or 100,000 years, and this valley would kill everything in it this year, and next year two other valleys on the other continents would kill everybody in it, and and so on. And so it took 100,000 years for a mass extinction to kill a species. It wasn't like two weeks. It was 100,000 years. Mm -hmm. Now, it turns out that um, scientists today, including medical doctors, are blaming uh, carbon dioxide and fossil fuels as the cause of global warming, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's totally 100% wrong. Yeah, all the cars and, 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 and cows. <laughs> yeah, they're blaming, yeah, they're blaming cars and cows. Well, how many cars were there 2 billion years ago, Dr. Resnick? How many cars were there? Not too many. <laughs> Not too many cars two billion years ago, okay? So how come were there all these um, 
uh, mass extinctions going on two billion years ago. Well, it turns out that the problem, when you look at it, it turns out that all these extinctions and everything going on now with global warming occurs wherever there is, uh, wherever there are, I guess the correct English, glaciers and glacier moraines. Glacier moraines are dams that are created by glaciers, and they push this dirt and mud and silt and gravel and sand and boulders in front of them. And they create these dams, some of them 500 foot high, 50 miles wide, and they'll either totally shut off the flow of surface water and river water and creek water, uh, or they will redirect it. And so that's why we have all these problems. Now, it turns out that uh, back in the old days, two billion years ago, there were glaciers, glacial periods for thousands of years, and the moraines, the, the dams from glaciers, actually would stop the flow of nutrition to plants, and the plants couldn't do their job of photosynthesis, and all of the die-offs, all of the mass die-offs, were caused by by um, the lack of oxygen, okay? The lack of oxygen rather than too much carbon dioxide, okay? They died of lack of oxygen. Hypoxia mm-hmm. is what they died from. And this mm-hmm. is what people are, there was actually just uh, about a month or so ago, there was a family, a, a mother and father and an eight-year-old kid and their dog were found dead up in um, the um, uh, Yosemite National Park in a, in a walking path. And they couldn't find bullet holes in them or poison or anything. They can't figure out why they died. Well, they died of hypoxia because there was no oxygen on this little dip in that trail they're on. And they just all dropped dead from hypoxia. So what happened there? All right. And so mm-hmm. this is this is what the global warming is causing. And here's why. Um, when you look at what's going on here, um, that says way back in the old days. And then, of course, a billion years later, the, the dinosaurs died out from the same thing. It took 100,000 years from all to die, but there was a 1,000 species of dinosaurs, 20 billion of them, and they all died over a period of 100,000 years because of hypoxia. And then there's dead zones in the world, Dr. Resnick. Have you heard of these dead zones? No, not at all. Okay. Okay, well, dead zones are places in the oceans where nothing lives. There's no plants, there's no animals, there's nothing. The biggest oh, dead zone... I come from one of those... Yeah, but, places because black sea is one of those at, at the bottom there is no life actually i come from from there black sea. Go. that's where i grew up okay okay uh-huh. well there you go well, okay so you know what i'm talking about a dead zone well the biggest one uh the, there's 401 dead zones the biggest one is the arabian sea uh where there's 63,700 square miles of dead zone inside the arabian sea and i didn't know this dr resnick but um uh, India, north of the Arabian Sea, has 10,000 glaciers and 20,000 moraines blocking off the flow of these nutrients into the Arabian Sea. And that's why there's this 60, um, uh, let's see here, 63,700 square miles of dead sea. Okay, then the second largest dead zone is in the Gulf of Mexico in the world. Okay, it has 6,300 square miles of dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico because we've dammed up all the rivers, the Mississippi River, the Missouri River, all their tributaries and everything, and there's no nutrition getting into the Gulf in those areas. The newest one is in the West Coast um, off of uh, Oregon at the delta of the of the Columbia River, and the Columbia River has uh, 18 big um, hydroelectric dams, 25 other dams on its tributaries, and um, let's see, I think it's like 250 reservoirs and dams throughout the uh, Columbia Basin, shutting off the food supply 
to the Pacific coast of Oregon, and that's why there's this new dead zone there. Now, um, all these things are being blamed on fossil fuels. No. And you said glaciers. Let's talk, not, you said, excuse me, you said the reefs. Uh, that's why I'm on the reefs. The Great Barrier Reef, okay, is in trouble. And this is in trouble is it hugs the east coast of uh, Queensland, Australia. There's no glaciers in Australia, so what's going on? Well, there's 183 dams on the east coast of Queensland, Australia, shutting off the food supply to the Great Barrier Reefs. There's two populations in the and reefs, all reefs all over the world, that are required for reefs to survive. Number one are the, um, uh, the polyps, okay? These polyps that actually build the reef from the, the calcium carbonate in the water. They collect the carbon, calcium carbonate and, and make these reefs, okay? And um, then um, coral, they call them coral reefs, but the, but the uh, coral polyps require an enormous amount of oxygen. They are oxygen-consuming organisms. They're invertebrates. But so that's why they let algae grow in their reefs, because algae produces oxygen. Now, but here's the, here's the part that I was getting to. Through all this babble, this is what I'm getting to. So why is, why is this all happening two billion years ago? Coal didn't appear until 400 million years ago, and suddenly now there's coal. Why was there coal 400 million years ago, but no coal before that? Okay, that's because the reefs cut off the food supply to the algae in the swamps, and all of the all of the algae died and became coal. Eighty-three percent of all coal is made from dead algae. Now here comes the stuff with the reefs. The reefs are very interesting because they require both the algae and the um, the polyps. Now oxygen is what we need. Okay, we need oxygen, but you, you get taught in grade school all over the world that oxygen is produced by photosynthesis where the sunlight and shallow water, okay, and, and algae, green living things, oak trees, pumpkin seeds or pumpkin leaves and so forth, uh, produce oxygen and sugar uh, in the presence of sunlight. And it has chlorophyll in the chloroplasts. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The process of photosynthesis requires 20 nutrients. There's a whole series of chemical reactions that take place require nine macronutrients and 11 micronutrients for, for uh, photosynthesis to take place. And they're not available anymore universally. There's places where they are and places where they're not. The places where they're not are usually around glaciers. Okay, just like in um, Queensland, Australia, they've dammed up so all these minerals are not getting into the ocean. And so that's why the coral reef is dying because the algae doesn't have what it needs to go through photosynthesis and make the oxygen for the polyps to make the coral reef and maintain the coral reef. So that's the problem. Uh, if you go back two billion years ago, there were, there were um, the glacier uh, moraines, which were these dams, and they were damming up the source of these minerals going to the algae, and the algae couldn't make oxygen, and that's why they had these mass in- extinctions because of hypoxia Okay, not from too much carbon dioxide. Dr. Rock, why do I have a feeling that this is the subject of your latest book? Am I right or not? Yes, yes, it's coming. Uh, (laughs) When is it coming out? Uh, Well, we're having a CD coming out uh, uh, this week, 
And then we have a big, big, uh, big news release coming out the 25th of this month, and the book should be out before the end of the year. So, so what is your well, congratulations? Yet another book. I am, was I right? You wrote over 20 books, right? Oh yeah, and of course I have. Uh, let's see here, 100 CDs, 50. Uh, let's see here, 50 DVDs, 75 scientific articles, peer review articles, as you pointed out, 75. For, of those uh, in peer review articles, um, medical journals, veterinary journals, you know, pharmacy journals, and so forth, uh, cover a lot of territory. And so this is what makes me different. I, I, I have a, a very wide, broad spread of experience in education, and, um, and so I'm not looking at things from one way. And so what goes on here, um, why are we having this global warming? Uh, we just had some here in Southern California a couple of days ago. We had some global warming. It was like in the upper 90s and 100 degrees in places where it normally doesn't get above 80. And so what was going on? What was going on here was the um, the, the minerals that are required for the green plants to make oxygen photosynthesis weren't there. Okay, we have cut off the food supply of the uh, chloroplasts they're required to make photosynthesis happen. And that's why that's why we're having these problems. Now what happens is when the chloroplasts can't do their job, the carbon dioxide slowly goes up because we're producing carbon dioxide when we do our metabolism, we use oxygen and we exercise, we put out carbon dioxide. As the carbon dioxide goes up, it makes a blanket over a valley, okay? This valley may have a blanket of carbon dioxide over it, but on the other side of the mountain, it might not, okay? But I want you to think about Carbon dioxide um, in this valley, okay. But I want you to think also of a car sitting in a parking lot at 100 degrees outside. The windows are rolled up, and there's a baby sitting in the baby's car seat in the back of the seat. Mama's in the grocery store air-conditioned shopping. And the temperature is going up. Temperature is going up uh, to, to 150 degrees inside that car and killing that baby. Now, the heat from the sun could go through the glass windows in the car into the car but the heat couldn't get back out in the opposite direction. Right. And so that's why the heat builds up. Well, that's why the heat builds up. That's why the carbon dioxide builds up in a certain location because there's a blanket of carbon dioxide there because there wasn't enough nutrition for the plants to uh, actually um, turn the carbon dioxide into oxygen. Now, here's one other piece. This is, this, this, this just ha- let me just say, this just happened just a couple of weeks ago. This just happened. You've heard of the Caldor Fire in southern Lake Tahoe. They evacuated 22,000 people, 7,000 houses and small businesses burned. Now, I had been in the military seven years in the Army, 20 years in the Air Force. I was a Boy Scout, an Eagle Scout. I was an Explorer Scout. I used to work with the professional firefighters for 15, 20 years when I was a young man. And, you know, you could get 50 firefighters and you could put out a forest fire in three or four days. So what's going on here? Well, it turns out that when you look at a standard forest fire, the fire is in the floor of the forest. It's burning the bushes. It's burning the leaves and things. But this fire, the Caldor fire, when they showed it on the news, the crown of the trees are burning, and there's big balls of fire 25 to 50 feet above the crown of the tree in the air. The atmosphere was burning. What was going on there? Well, in Lake Tahoe, for over 100 years, 
algae has been accumulating in the lake, and people complain about it all the time because it's, it's choking the lake, all this algae in the lake, but they're afraid to poison the algae because it'll kill all the fish in the lake. So they just let it accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. And about three months ago, there's two glaciers north of Lake Tahoe, and they have moraines, these dams, which have been frozen and snowpack and so forth for thousands of years. Well, they finally melted a couple of months ago, and all these minerals went into Lake Tahoe, and all those minerals went and gave the nutrients necessary for that algae to make oxygen. And so suddenly mm-hmm. now, this algae that was letting the lake die because it couldn't make enough oxygen for the fish is now pumping out all this oxygen, and that was driving this fire to do something weird. And 7,000 professional firefighters could not put that fire down. But now that the fire is 200 miles away from Lake Tahoe, they've got 65% under control because it's away from the oxygen. Uh-huh. Dr. Walk, so what is your solution? And I, I would love to move quickly after that from okay. global issues to local issues of our health and sure. your longevity product, because okay. I'm very interested in well, talking sure. about it. But what is, sure. if you can say in a few words, what is your solution okay. to global warming? Mm-hmm. And who is supporting okay. it, if there is anybody? Easy. This is very easy. We actually have a fertilizer called Bloomin' Minerals, which has 75 minerals in it. And every household should be getting these 40-pound bags every month and feeding their decorative plants on the outside of the house. Every uh, potted plant they have in the house, they need to put two scoops of this Bloomin' Minerals in there before they water it. You, you've heard of people, Dr. Resnick, who say, I, you know, I can't grow anything. Everything I touch dies. I have all these plants in the house. I water them every day. They turn yellow and die. I just stop trying to grow plants in the house. I just can't do it. Well, that's because they're just putting water in there. They're not giving it the minerals it needs to do photosynthesis. And so, um, so you have to consume oxygen. You have to inhale oxygen. You have to create oxygen. And so we have the way for you to guarantee you're going to create oxygen for your house plants, your decorative plants on the outside, for your gardens. And also we have a liquid oxygen drink called OxyBody. And you drink that. Uh, every day, and you'll have enough oxygen. You won't have these problems. And if everybody puts the minerals in their gardens and their house plants and their decorative plants, there'll be enough photosynthesis carrying on that there won't be any more of the carbon dioxide building up. We're talking about really a global effort. Probably every country would have to do this. Yes. Uh-huh. No, okay. no. Okay. you can do it valley you, by valley. Uh, you can do it household by household because I can save my house by having plenty of oxygen on the next side of the mountain. On the other side of the mountain, they can all die because mm-hmm. they're not doing it. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, do you have anybody supporting your, I don't know what to say, theory oh, yes. or your vision? You do? Oh, no, no, no. This is, yeah, this, yeah, this is not a theory. This is not like Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. And the title of the book and the title of my news releases and the title of my CD is Dr. Wallach's Laws of Photosynthetic Disruption and Global Warming. Why is it Dr. Wallach's Laws? Because this information is the same as gravity. It's the law of gravity. Okay, no matter what you think, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, gravity is there. The same way as what I'm saying is a law, okay? This is unimpeachable law of science, okay? And so this is why it's Dr. Wallach's law of photosynthetic disruption and global warming. Because if everybody does what I say, there won't be any more of our global warming. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I didn't expect that we'll talk about this, but thank you so much for sharing this information. And I definitely want to read more about this. But I would like us to go back to oh, health and, okay. and illness. Uh, and I actually have self-serving questions. Mm -hmm. because you know sure. about your products. And I went on your website and I've seen thousands of, of different products. Yeah, we have 5,000. We have 5,000 products. Now, maybe you can help to those who are like me, and I'm kind of slow at learning. How, <laughs> how do we get, how do we know what is the best, best product? I'll give you an example. I recently, okay, you know, I, I actually shared with you last, during the last interview that recently I got like high, high blood pressure. And you said, said that, well, the, the, um, certain minerals will help. And, and I started taking uh, Z-radical. And for, for a couple of weeks, I, I didn't see much yet because I've been taking it. Yeah, well, that wasn't, well that, wasn't the, that, was, that was not the perfect choice. No, the, that was, that's no, what, that was not the perfect choice. Uh, actually, two things. One, how do I know about the perfect choice? You are... Uh, doctor of naturopathic medicine, but people who distribute your product, they're not physicians, they're not... Um, ah, but I have 15 uh, books. You can look it up just like, uh, you can look it up just like you can, you know, in, in, a, uh, um, in, in a, a little handbook, okay? Uh -huh. You've seen these little, you've seen these little handbooks um, that people can get, and you look up a disease and it tells you what to do for it. Well, we have the same thing. Fifteen of my books cover that. You've got the epigenetics book. We've got the book Let's Play Doctor. Uh, we got the book for, for people of color. We've got Black Gene Lies. Uh, we got uh, Immortality. we got all these different books um, that cover these things, okay, from different directions. But let's just for look example, at two common diseases. Uh, let's look at high blood pressure and diabetes. I, I suspect, you know, I started taking this, this Z-radical, but mm -hmm. a couple of days ago, I listened to one of your interviews about blood pressure, and then you were saying mm -hmm. the no olive oil, absolutely no coconut oil, and I was advised by a very good nutritionist, uh, use a lot of olive oil, it's very good for you, And uh, but I have been using a lot of every single day, a lot of coconut oil in cooking mm -hmm. and a lot of olive oil for my salad. So maybe that was kind of counteracting. I had yes. no idea. That, that's that you're, 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 Dr. Resnick, you're slowly killing yourself. What you want to do is ask Siri, what is the average lifespan of a medical doctor? Uh, 57. You wrote 59. <laughs> 59. Yeah, yeah 57, 59. Uh, the average lifespan of an alcoholic falling down drunk is 75. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so doctors really don't know much about nutrition and health. They're very good at technical stuff like surgery and that kind of stuff. So let, let's look at a couple of the most common diseases that are really dangerous and killers. Let's look at diabetes and high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Type 2 diabetes, which makes up 90% of the diabetic population, type 2 diabetes, is a deficiency of one or two different nutrients. Either one by themselves can cause diabetes, but when you have both of them, you're going to get a real brittle, very bad diabetes. There are two minerals. And people say, tell me which one it is. Tell me which one it is. Well, I used to tell people what it was, Dr. Resnick, and they would run to the store and they would buy that one mineral, and then they would die because they didn't have the other, they didn't have the other 89. You need 90. 
you have to have all the cofactors and all the things that go with it. And that's what we came up with the healthy start pack and the healthy brain and heart pack and the healthy bone and joint pack. And we came up with all these various programs. So they're going to get their 90 essential nutrients plus extra of that one nutrient. And so I stopped telling people what that one nutrient was because it would kill themselves by just getting that one nutrient and saying, well, it didn't work. My husband died. He did exactly what you told him and he died. I say, he didn't do what I told him. I told him, take all these. But he asked me which one was, was the one that was important. And I told him he just took that one. That's why he died. He didn't take them all. Okay, and so type 2 diabetes is caused by deficiency of one or another minerals, and if you have both deficiencies, okay, you're in real trouble. But I don't care if you've had type 2 diabetes for 40 years, and you get on my program, our healthy blood sugar pack, and in two weeks' time, the odds are you won't be a diabetic anymore. It It happens very quickly, all right? But you have to give up all the bad foods. You cannot be eating any fried foods, processed meats, oils, glutens, wheat, butter, and oats, no sugar, no carbonated drinks, even the diet ones got to go. Oils are some of the biggest ir- irritation uh, things that you can think of, okay? Um, you cannot be using mm-hmm. corn oil and olive oil. If you want to pull an olive off a tree and eat it, that's beautiful. But don't be put, you know, taking olive oil that's been sitting on a shelf in a grocery store for a couple of weeks or a month or so. And then you take it home and you put it on your table at room temperature. It's oxidizing and turns into trans fats, heterocycamines, and acrylamides, which are cancer-causing chemicals, and very, very irritating things. You don't want that. No, 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 no. Okay. What do you put on your salad, Mike, if not oil? What do you cook? I'm sorry. Say again? Say again? Oh, how do you cook? your salad? I actually have had so many people... Okay, I've had so many people ask me that question. I actually came out with a brand-new book. It's just a couple of months old. It's called Dr. Wallach's Cooking Without the Bad Foods. 300 pages of recipes to cook gluten-free, oil-free, okay? 300 recipes, and it was put together by three professional chefs who challenged me. They said, you, we've been cooking with all these oils for thousands of years. You can't say it's bad. Well, yeah, it is bad. And so I, you know, brought them along, educated them, and we actually took my recipes to restaurants all through Eastern Canada for three years and got feedback by the customers uh, who were eating these uh, my recipes. And so then the three chefs and myself put together this book, Dr. Wallach's Cooking Without the Bad Foods, 300 pages of these recipes put together, and it just freaked them out. Okay, because people liked it without the oils, didn't like it without being fried, and and it was healthier. So you had to avoid those foods. And again, this is where these books come in. This is where the CDs come in. This is where the DVDs come in. And, of course, I really, really appreciate you allowing me to share that with people because this is you have to look at who dies early and who doesn't. Uh, when you look at uh, America, we're supposed to have the best medical system in the world. And when it comes to the to the COVID thing here, right now, as of this morning, we had 42,153,669 infections and 680,447 dead. Now, when you look at um, some of these other countries, they have bigger populations. Let's, let's look at, uh, for instance, India, the population of 1.3 billion, five times our population, 332 million, right? They have five times their population. Okay, so what's going on with India? India, they only have 32 million infections, okay? We have 9 million more infections than they have. 
They only have 434,000 dead. Um, we have 50% more dead than they have. We only have one-fifth their population. And then um, another one I like to look at is compare uh, Louisiana, the state of Louisiana with New Zealand. Both of them have 5 million people. Okay, the state of Louisiana and New Zealand. New Zealand has 27 dead from the pandemic. Louisiana has 13,900, almost 14,000 dead. And New Zealand has 27 dead. Louisiana has 712,000 infections. And New Zealand has 3,000 infections. So what's the difference? It's diet. New Zealanders eat maize, corn, rice, sweet potatoes, beans, squash, and seaweed. And Louisiana, except in the French Quarter, they eat like Latinos. Everybody is either Latino, black, or indigenous peoples, Native Americans, Indians, who eat nothing but wheat, butter, and oats, and they don't supplement. And so it's lifestyle and eating and diet is, is what's going on here. And when you look at India, why do they have, well, you know, and, and you look at their population, they're very uniform, but 95% of their deaths occur in their nine northern states, and only 5% of their deaths occur in the southern um, 20 states and seven territories from the from the um, from the COVID pandemic. So why is there such a difference? Well, for 100 years the British occupied northern nine states of India for 100 years, and they taught them to eat wheat, butter, and oats, and taught them to grow wheat, butter, and oats. And so they're eating like Europeans, whereas those in the southern 20 states and in the seven territories are eating like Asians. They're eating rice and maize and sweet potatoes and corn. Okay, uh-huh. and that's why they have the difference in the death rate and the infection rate, the same people. Yes, yes. Dr. Wallach, if I understand correctly, the key to benefiting from your product, all these different products, is first to find a book in which a particular condition is described, and there you will say all the things that a person must or must not do and what minerals to take. Is that that's right? That's correct. That is correct. Then, then I have a little bit of a question. Uh, somebody sent me an email, and it's a woman who said that she would be. I, I actually said, uh, sent her back an email. Said, "Why don't you? I will be interviewing Dr. Wallach." Uh, and she sent that email after the first interview. And I said, mm-hmm. "We will be a second interview. Why don't you call?" And she said she was uh, too anxious to call. But she gave me this uh, a whole array of problems that she has. My question is, how do you address issues when they are so complex? Let me read it to you, if you don't mind. I'm 72 years old, uh, 115 pounds, five uh, five feet, three inches tall, was an athlete and very healthy till four years ago. Four years ago, I developed insomnia, stress-related. After a while came food allergies to nuts, seeds, chicken, fish, in 2020, diagnosed with hyperthyroidism, had uh, cancer, uh, half of the uh, one left side of thyroid removed, sleeping improved very little, sleep two, three hours per night. Uh, the question that she has, oh, has still has allergies, blurry eyes, vision after eating oatmeal and carbs. And the question that she had, what not only what minerals she would take, but also she has uh, thrombocyperinia, which is low uh, platelets level. Yeah, thrombocytopenia. Yeah, yeah, she has low platelets, yeah. yeah she has so, osteoporosis. 
and so she's not she's you know her bone marrow is not making platelets she's anemic uh she has osteoporosis of the skull that's why she has a vision problems um and balance problems all those kind of things she got osteoporosis of the skull i have, I have a book just for osteoporosis of the skull there's 25 different diseases you get from osteoporosis of the skull this woman has an enormous number of problems and are all due to nutritional deficiencies, okay? And so she's looking for one nutrient. Tell me the mineral. See, that's, that's their usual thing. No, so but the what she needs she to do. Has, the question she has here, because she looked at some of your products and she says, mm -hmm. for example, having broccoli and kale actually will reduce mm -hmm. platelets even more. So which ones she should take? Uh, that will be only beneficial but not damaging because she has all these problems now. Okay. You have to, again, you have to appreciate that um, this, is, this is not difficult. If she has, let's say she has diabetes, we have the healthy blood sugar pack. If she has arthritis, we have the healthy bone and joint pack. And if she has both, she has to take one, one each of those packs or she could take the what we call the secret sauces on the healthy bone and joint pack and add them to the healthy blood sugar pack and that'll save her a little bit of money but she's still gonna have to take the same amount of products and so on and so it comes down to um, again we have about three or four different books out of the 15 that are the basic books that people need to get um, okay the basic books are yeah the basic books are uh, let's see here uh, epigenetics another one of course is Let's play doctor. Let's play doctor. Epigenetics, and I would also go for the rare earth forbidden cures. Rare earth forbidden cures. Rare earth forbidden cures. And it tells you how to do a hair analysis in there, and that hair analysis will tell you what nutrients are low, what are high, all that kind of stuff. And if you're actually part of the longevity program the cost of the hair analysis will be tax deductible. I do a hair analysis once a year, okay, just because I want to know, because I travel so much, even though I'm taking all my supplements, I want to know, did I get any toxic metals? That, that hair analysis will tell you, people say, yeah, I was in the Air Force 25 years ago, and I probably got all these toxic metals in me from 25 years ago in the Air Force. Well, get a hair analysis and tell you. Then they tell me, they call me back two weeks later, well, I'm so happy my hair analysis says I don't have any toxic metals. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's let's look at your problems you have, which made you think you had toxic metals. Well, they had arthritis, and we get rid of their arthritis in three weeks uh, with a healthy bone and joint pack. And so because they were thinking in their mind, it goes back to their days 25 years ago in the military, and they're dealing with all these chemicals and all that kind of stuff, and just out of ignorance, they're blaming it on their contact with those chemicals 25 years ago. And they, that's their life. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I was in the military, and I, I have all these chemicals from, oh, no. And that's we, you know, for just three bucks a day, you can figure all this out. Mm -hmm. So people can get uh, all your books and CDs and, and the products on this. Michael Collins gave me these numbers. Can I give you numbers now? Uh, uh, yeah, you want, well, yeah. Give out. Yeah, I'd give out. Yeah, give out the toll-free numbers for um, uh, you know, Ray and and Yolanda. Right. It's eight one eight hundred two three two zero two six five. Also, I have here an email. People can write uh, majestic eagles three twenty one at gmail uh, dot com. 
So, so basically, your suggestion is to uh, that people can find a kind of a menu, a cookbook. Yeah. By buying several exactly. books, they can choose whatever problems they have. They don't need the distributors um, to tell them what to do. People can well, kind of well, discover well, for themselves. They well, we'll we'll see, their, we'll see that, and they'll get the wholesale the prices. Yeah, Dr. Resnick, they'll get the wholesale prices. And if they get on ownership, I will pay the shipping and just call those numbers. And those people, uh, Ray and Yolanda, they've been with me for over 20 years. They know this mm-hmm. as well as I know it. And they deal with literally thousands of people every week all around the world. And so, uh-huh. you know, this is not just, you know, a little thing where you got a bunch of old grandmas talking around, you know, well, we're going we're gonna to have some oatmeal for breakfast this morning. No, <laughs> that's not the way it works. Okay, uh-huh. you got to get rid of all the bad foods, and then you got to take the basic 90, and then we have secret sauces, which we call, you need extra certain nutrients to get rid of diabetes and arthritis and high blood pressure and thyroid issues and fatty liver. Um, another one of my favorites is uh, people who are on dialysis. I take people that haven't urinated in 10 years. They're on dialysis for 25 years because they didn't want a kidney transplant. And for the last 10 years, they hadn't urinated. They're on dialysis six days a week. And in two weeks' time on my program for dialysis, they're urinating, so they drop it down to three days a week. And in two more weeks, they're totally off of dialysis after 25 years on dialysis. Mm-hmm. And it's because, because the medical system manages diseases. They manage diseases, and that's because of insurance. Insurance was the worst possible thing for health care because doctors don't feel guilty about milking the health insurance because they say, well, the patient doesn't have to pay this. The insurance pays it. They're not looking to get rid of the disease. They want to manage it. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, of course. Like, By the way, you, you mentioned you know, uh, Z-radical wasn't the best choice for me. What What is the best choice for me for, for blood pressure? Well, no, no, I, I take I take Z-radical, but it's, it's not for blood pressure. I take it. But what you want to do, how much do you weigh, Dr. Resnick? 175 pounds. I'm six feet tall. Pounds. Okay. okay, it's beautiful. Very good. Good weight, okay, for that height. I want you to take, get rid of all the bad foods, and then I want you to take the two healthy brain and heart packs per month. That's our biggest hammer in the toolbox. Okay, the biggest hammer in the toolbox is is called the healthy brain and heart pack. The healthy Uh brain and heart pack. I want you to get two of them so you can take a full dose of breakfast, full dose of dinner time. Then I also want you to take, if you don't have any other issues, I would also, uh, for the habit pressure, Take two I had any medication till the age of 65. Never took any medication. I'm an athlete. Okay, but let's let's go for the habit pressure, right? Yes. Okay, so I want you to get two bottles a month of the yeah. Ultimate Daily Classic tablets. Ultimate Daily Classic tablets. Take three of those twice a day. Don't cold turkey off your medication if you're on medication. But as mm-hmm. your blood pressure begins to drop, okay, you can slowly reduce your medication based on the numbers. And usually within two to six weeks, you'll be totally off your medication. But don't cold turkey off the medication when you start our program. Start our program. And then as your blood pressure improves, you can slowly reduce by 10%. A couple of weeks later, another 10%. And then, um, you know, within anywhere from two to six weeks, you'll be off your medication. You'll be an ex-habit pressure patient. Thank you so much. Dr. Dr. Wallach, then I, I want to say I'm privileged to have you here teach me what to do. But... People who are listening to us, they cannot just call you and say, Dr. Wallach, please, what do I do? Can they call somebody and somebody yeah, will they guide call, they them? Can call, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they can call Ray and Yolanda, 
Okay, you can give uh-huh. that you're, you're giving that toll free number out, and yes. of course they'll get the wholesale prices, and I'll pay the shipping if they get on a, out of ship. Wow. And so, wow. um, okay. So, Ray and uh, Yolanda will be able to to guide people. That's what they do. No problem. Wonderful. Thank you. But that's that's fantastic. Uh, I uh, one more question. Last time I yes, spoke sir. to you, uh, I asked you a question about COVID and how to protect. People can protect themselves, and you suggested, you know, take a couple of droppers of um, colloidal silver. And, and yes. you, you know, used to be a veterinarian, uh, and yes. you are well, familiar we have with ivermectin. Yeah, um, yeah, we I know. I really have to go in about three minutes because I've got a radio thing I have to do. But but uh, ivermectin, yes, and of course they, they stopped selling the pills because they didn't want people to take the pills of ivermectin because so many countries in the world are reducing their COVID infections and preventing deaths from COVID with ivermectin. And so they stopped making pills because they want to make, quote, new pills, okay, right. with a new patent. So, okay, that's why they dumped the pills. Now, they do have the lotion still available. You can go into any feed store in any farm town and still buy um, ivermectin lotion, which you can put on your skin. And, uh, you know, my little uh, pharmacy in my house, I have, I don't know, about 20 of those tubes of ivermectin lotion. So you make up your own mind. But we do so, have hand sanitizer. We do have the colloidal silver. I'm going to take two droppers full under your tongue, three minutes for each meal, three minutes for bedtime. Use our hand sanitizer lavishly all over your hands, your neck and legs and feet and arms and so forth. <clears throat> I'm 82 years old, Dr. Resnick. I'm 82 years old. Most people think I'm 50 when they look at me. Yes, and, yes um, I, you know, I know. <laughs> I know you have to run, but can you maybe just a few words, say a few words about psych- psychiatric disorders and anxiety and okay, panic? Uh, do you have any product for that too? Oh, yes, we do. Okay, we have de-stress capsules. And of course, it goes with the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack. It doesn't, you can't take it by itself. You can, but mm-hmm. you're not going to get the results you're looking for. And you have to eat three eggs twice a day. Three eggs twice a day with soft yolks. Your brain is 75% by weight cholesterol. And I apologize, sir, but I do have to go. I have to go. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. You are incredible. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for all the beautiful work that you do for for humanity. Thank you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I will uh, repeat now the telephone number to call if you're interested in product. By the way, I'm not a distributor. I'm not involved with Dr. Wallach's products but as i said i i'm going to be whatever a user or patient i don't know how he calls um, people it's 1-800-232-0265 and it sounds from what dr wallach is saying and and i know that so many people benefited from his product before inviting dr wallach i actually did a little research <laughs> so i think that uh, the answer is basically, how do you know that it works? You give it a try. You try and see whether whether or not it has a value. Uh, there are other books, actually, I wanted to ask Dr. Wallach about. He, I did not read it, but it sounds very interesting. It's He has a book called, uh, It's All in Your Head. Uh, how the 12 cranial nerves in your head affect your body's health and how to fix it without a doctor. That, I will try to actually to invite Dr. Wallach uh, again. Maybe he will want to talk about that and 
um, there were so many things to discuss with him. Anyway, uh, but our meeting is coming to an end today. And as I said, I will be pre-recording the following uh, meeting. And then after that, the following week, after not next week, but two weeks from now, uh, we'll finally have an interview. That will not be an interview. It will be actually a dialogue. I will invite, as I promised you, um, actually for this week, but we had to change uh, dates. Um, I will invite Vladimir Engert, and we'll talk about the Ten Commandments. And those of you are actually questioning why Ten Commandments? What does it have to do with health? Your your show is about health. Well, uh, a big part of population on Earth believes that Ten Commandments have value, and the Torah or the what Christians call the Old Testament clearly says in um, the Book of Exodus: If you heed my commandments and obey my statutes, I will not send upon you the diseases that I send upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. Or actually it's written, Rofecha, which means I am the Lord, your healer. So basically, through the Bible, we are told that our well-being depends on the obedience or following of the commandments. So, and uh, Vladimir and I will be talking about um, how to understand commandment, the commandments in a broad way and how to apply them in everyday life. Uh, I think it will be, I don't know how long it will take. We'll be able to cover all the commandments, uh, where it will take us. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a try and see what happens. And if, uh, if you send us emails, if you make calls, We'll see if we want to continue those conversations. But next week, as I said, I will be talking about um, arrogance and anger, and it will be a pre-recorded show. I wish you all well, and uh, our show is coming to an end. I hope you will tune in next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Peace to all who want to live in peace. <laughs>